what you're about to listen to are personal stories. Just like when baking cakes, individual results may vary. Please consult your medical team before making any major changes to your type 1 management. So today I've got a very close friend of mine, as we were just saying offline, um, <laughs> Simone. How are you, Simone? Hi. And Simone's Hi. currently on the other side of the earth, I like to say, um, <laughs> slash the other side of Australia. <laughs> yeah, Where are you, Simone? I'm in Perth, uh, Western Australia, so... I'm imagining I'm looking at daylight at the moment and you are not. Yeah, no, it's pitch um, black outside for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the weather is pretty Melbourneian, so oh, at good. least on that level playing field. Nice, nice. Yeah. And um, what are you doing over there? <laughs> uh, so I moved here um, because I was offered a spot in a course studying medicine over here. So mm. I moved over in 2017 so this is my fourth year living here gosh um, yeah so it's been super interesting obviously covid dominates all chat at the moment but yeah. um, being a final year um and trying to make sure that we graduate so that they're not left without any interns next year oh um, yeah topics at the moment so obviously wa is doing pretty well um, so they think from here on out, it should be fairly normal, but it's just stuff that like still sucks a bit, you know, like we might yeah. not get to have a graduation ceremony mm. and all the final year stuff you kind of look forward to. Yeah. Stuff. Well, I did. Like, well, yeah, I won't be social because I'll do it all next year. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And you are such a social butterfly as well, you know, <laughs> not just in a uni side of things, but um, yeah, so... It must be hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, pros and cons. Yeah. There's been some good things. Um, and as I said, like, I feel pretty fortunate to be in this side of things. Yeah. Um, being able to close borders and stuff like that. But at the same time, it makes you realise how much you rely on, um, yeah, just being able to see people, just being able to travel and all these, like, great things that we've had over yeah. the years. You take them away, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, what do I do with my day? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So tell me, how long have you had diabetes? Uh, so, let me look at Tell me your story. Do you, oh. do you have a good story, or do you think it's a bit whatevs? No, I guess it's a bit whatevs, but I probably like a bit unusual. Um, yeah. It wasn't dramatic. <laughs> um, there wasn't the whole, like, DKE in a coma for three days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just diagnosed incidentally, like in very early stages. So oh, it took wow. about a year or so for um, the full symptoms to come on. They saw that I had antibodies, but at that stage, they didn't really know. You know, at the moment, they've got like trials of things they can do to prevent obstacles yeah. and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I was 15, so that's what, 15, Ooh. 16 years now. 
See, that's a life-changing age. I mean, I've grown yeah. up with it from, you know, when I was really little. Um, and there's pros and cons to both, I think. Yeah, I think so. I've, I'm sure we've spoken about this before. But, yeah, because um, yeah, obviously you come from the side of not really knowing any different. Yeah. And I'm, I definitely remember that transition. Yeah. Um, but I think even if you are diagnosed really young, I think a lot of teenage diabetics do go through that sort of like it's like a morning phase a bit. it's it's a bit like a morning isn't it yeah yeah I think so I remember being because I've never had any issues like my whole life I've been really healthy and all of a sudden it just kind of hit me that like this isn't going away um but I guess as a 15 year old you're a bit more cognitive than like a three-year-old yeah um, but yeah I think everybody goes through that sort of phase of not really wanting to deal with it and then you sort of come out of it and yeah. Do the best you can. <laughs> how do you um, how do you see like your diabetes? Like there's I know some people um see it as you know a bit of a black dog mentality. Some people mm. see it as something that they just live with where others see it as a medical condition, you know. How mm. do you look at it? Yeah, yeah, that makes them sort of like quite different. I think I probably am aggressively go the other way. Yeah. Like, for better or for worse. Um, so especially when all this stuff was happening and we were all debating, you know, are we actually immune compromised? Like, do we need yeah. to take ourselves out of workplace and stuff like that? Um, but, yeah, I, I just sort of see it as, like, an adjunct. Like, yeah, I, I don't think it really defines me in any way. Like, I really sort of get annoyed about people saying I can't do certain things yeah. or treating me differently. Um Whereas to compare it, there's another girl in my course who's also a type one and she's very cautious about everything. Like she carries glucose on everywhere she goes and, you know, it's sort of yeah. something that she talks about, like sort of brings up quite a lot. Um, obviously in the content we study, diabetes is involved in a lot of different diseases that affect a lot of different organs. Yeah. But that can be pretty tough to hear, like day in, day out. Yeah. Um, but I sort of like block it out a bit. Like I sort of take like a blinkers, like that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, I know she, like we've spoken about it before and she gets pretty sort of personally upset about it. Um, but yeah, I guess I think that's the way I kind of approach it. Part what do you life. think? What are you? I kind of, I go through phases personally. Sometimes I see it as like a buddy kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what the hell are you doing now? Kind of. You've messed up my day again, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like an alter ego. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just, I don't, yeah, I go through phases of thinking like that. You know I get up in arms and I get very, um, not aggressive, but um, about people similar to you in that, you know, you can't say we can't do anything. Um, and I suppose that's what this podcast is about, to see the different warps of lot people doing different things, um, which is great. Yeah, it's and again, I don't know any different. So it's just something yeah. that's always there. Sometimes I don't like talking about it with others. Yeah. It, I think it's the judging that gets me yeah. more than anything. You know, you probably, um, like today um, at school, <laughs> They, some of the girls were like, oh, I'm going to get coffee. Do you want a coffee? And I said, yeah, a latte with one. And I, 
three of them looked at me and went, but you're diabetic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's but exhausting <laughs> Yeah, and I've known these girls for like two or three years and yeah. you still get those some comments. Days, like, yeah, some days you want to get on your soapbox and sort of fight for the cause and fight against the ignorance and the, the myths yeah. and stuff. Um, and other days you're just like, oh. Like, can you leave me alone? Yeah. Sometimes um, I want to eat a whole packet of chips. <laughs> yeah. And I think sort of on a bigger scale as well, the sort of like looking at these psychological things, mm. um, in, in any way, if you're sort of different to the status quo of people, that kind of, I feel like that gives people a, a weird sort of leeway yeah. to probe into you more than they would others. And yeah. it's the same with like, you know, people who are like very skinny and you hear people are saying like, you're so thin, you need to eat more. Like, no one comments on average-sized people. No, like, no. So, yeah, because they're sort of on the those extremes of people. Yeah. Um, it, it allows them, for some reason, to not be entitled to, like, privacy or... Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you get the, the good old, oh, my um great-uncle has that, but he doesn't <laughs> inject... And he yeah. just eats salad all the time, you know, and you're like, no, it's different. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, oh, lost all his toes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I um, really appreciate knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go chop off my toes now. Yeah. You do kind of wonder, like, it's just a few more people kind of thought, like, how how does this help the world, me? Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, yeah. What... Speaking of our theme being um, to have your cake and diabetes too, what's your what do you think your sweet spot is? When are, when are you happy with yourself and you feel, yep, yeah, I'm going well, I'm going healthy, I'm going, I'm trailing all right, like like diabetes wise. Yeah, diabetes wise. <laughs> do you find that when you're within range, that you know everything else falls into place? Yeah, I feel like, you know, every once in a while you get like a diabetes win. And I know you've had yeah. a lot of these because you've been working really hard the last few years to sort of tighten up things. Um, but, you know, like something I've been struggling with because we've been baking a lot is sourdough. Oh. I don't know if it's gluten-free. Sourdough, no, it's not gluten-free, but, um, but I can eat uh, yeah, It's just carbs <laughs> for me. It's bread for me. <laughs> and it's interesting, interesting because the way it's made is really different and that really affects the digestion. So um, that's been something I've really been struggling with because it doesn't behave in my body like regular bread does. And <laughs> they think there's probably a lot of things that people digest differently to each other. It's just that we have this kind of like everybody is like this. And so you take your insulin within 15 minutes and you eat and then in two hours your blood sugar will be back to normal. Yeah. And that's probably <laughs> a lot more than that going on. So, yeah, so... Yeah. You kind of work away at something and you test different theories and different rates and, and things like that. And, and when it does all come right, it's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is, isn't it? I do, like, definitely, obviously, like, most of the time that's not going to happen. And you're going to be like, no. oh, why am I low? I had the exact same meal yesterday, <laughs> the exact same thing, and today I'm low. I'm super high. So yeah. Isolation for me has been one big thing in that sense that you're not moving yeah. around as much as what you normally do. 
So, yeah. you know, my first three days in isolation or, you know, lockdown or whatever you, we want to call it, um, I was running high all the time. Yeah. And I'm going, is my insulin out of date? Is it, you know, I went through yeah. all of those self-questions. Have yeah. I rotated my site? Because I'm still injecting as well. Yeah. You know, you go, is for are you on the pump at the moment? I am, yeah. Yeah. So you'd be checking that to make sure, you know, you haven't got your kinks in there. And... Yeah, and there's a lot more, like, stuff that can go wrong with that as well, like, yeah computer to the very tip of the line um but yeah obviously like the troubleshooting is huge yeah it's amazing isn't it have you figured it out now i suppose you've gone back a bit more to normal now yeah well we've only had one day back so i had a day where um like last night a fellow my co-teacher messaged me and she goes how are you feeling about going back and I said, oh, I'm actually a little worried. I'm worried that I'm going to be low all day because I move around all day. You're walking around the school, you know. Um, and she's like, what do you mean low? <laughs> so I then oh. had to explain, you know, these are the contributing factors that can send you either way. <laughs> that was a slow chart. Uh, yeah. So, and then to have the coffee comment as well. Like, they do care for me. That's the main thing, you know. Yeah. I guess kids just don't realise the offhand comments that they'll never think about again. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah we they stick a little. That's oh, right. <laughs> Tell me and about some of your... Like healthcare. Yeah. Um, I feel like people are almost worse. It's almost like a little bit of information is worse. Yeah. Um, because you'd think that you'd just be able to talk to, you know, like doctors and nurses about this sort of thing. But, yeah, some of them are really good and others are just really like that really textbook kind of understanding um, yeah. Or, yeah, they don't take all the sort of life variables in. The the lack of variables. Yeah. I think. Or the, like the life variables. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, because you've got this range. Why aren't you in that? Yeah. Why are you are you not five point five all the time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or the, you know, it'll be like ten or like thirteen, and they'll be like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. You go to hospital. When I first started on the Libre, that was the thing. Everyone would be like, oh, show me, show me. And you'd be like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because I've got Dexcom um, on my pump. Oh, so, yeah. like, you pull it out and people sort of peering over your shoulder. Again, this goes back to that, like, um, sort of, like, abnormalness that allows yeah. you to be, like, investigated by <laughs> other people, whereas that's not normally the case. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they hiding it away like behind my hair and you know i'm sure we all used to do that as well on like blood testing um <laughs> glucometers and stuff yeah yeah but you used to have to wait 30 seconds you know <laughs> for yeah, everything exactly. to work that's the thing every time i do a ketone test i'm just like oh it's so, long. <laughs> it's so true yeah. oh now, Sim, you've been tr- you have in your life even before COVID days, Rona days, as I'm calling it, um, <laughs> did a lot of travelling and things like that. Did you have any um, like little hacks that you would do with travelling, or? Um, so the last big trip I went on was a few years ago, um, and I'd only just had my pump then, I think for a year or two, but I went away for six months and. I decided the best thing for me would be to just inject 
Because I was like, well, I've got to take all this stuff anyway, and then I've got to bring all the ingesting stuff. So why don't I just do that? Like, I'm pretty comfortable switching. Yeah. Um, so I think... I think that's the key, though. Like, I've learned from you that that is okay. I know it's probably yeah. not recommended. I don't know because I'm not on the pump. <laughs> but yeah. um, that if you can do it and you know how to do it, that it's, there's no reason why you can't. Well, realistically, you should know how to do it because if your pump fails and you don't know how to inject, like what are you going to do? Like <laughs> it's not going to turn up at your door 20 minutes after you call them. No, you know? that's true. Um, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> no, but that, yeah, so like I also did um at the end of last year and they spent like quite a bit going through like and a lot of people there were like yeah I can't remember like and you know really grateful to have a sort of um algorithm to follow yeah what to do if they do have to inject because it is scary to switch between like you really feel like you know you the way that you manage sort of keeps you comfortable yeah yeah and then obviously out of your comfort zone it's like if you or, go out without your glucometer, yeah. having to inject without that. Without knowing. I remember when I first started carb counting yeah, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm putting in that amount of insulin to that carbs. Like, yeah. what if it's too much or not yeah. enough? Or, yeah, there's so much trust, isn't there? When you really add it up, you go, like, that can't be right. <laughs> but all the evidence sort of shows, like, well, every time I eat this meal, I'm super high after. So yeah. I must need a bit more. Um, but yeah, it's scary, especially like, as you know, having diabetes for so long, when you start getting into big numbers, big units of insulin, it's always yeah. scary. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, I think like, it's just being organized. Yeah. It's so like, that's just kind of this life that we're burdened with, is just being really organized. Yeah. <laughs> always thinking about we're like... Burdens of an organized life. Oh. <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? of them are for. <laughs> yeah, or what's in them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you've got like an inventory. And... Yeah. Every box has a number. <laughs> no. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. I oh, know you try. Oh, yeah, I, I think a lot try. of people have probably been doing a lot of rejigging of things in their lots of time at home. Well, that's it. It's a perfect time to do it, isn't it, really? Yeah. Bit of experimental as well, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we tried to rearrange the living room. Oh, it was yeah. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it got any funny stories while you were overseas? Um, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any thinking. were any that you want to share? I should say. Um, sort of. Any close calls, like diabetic wise, or? No, see, I reckon on injections has been a lot less stressful than being on the pump at times um but I don't know I guess there were times I was a bit worried I went through Russia and I 
I've heard that people mm. have like had their insulin stolen off them because they use it to bodybuild and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and obviously going through like the airport with all these needles, but no one cared. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, good one at the moment, um, that's sort of like a in-joke between me and my housemates, is like, if I don't want to be anywhere anymore, I'll just say like, oh, I've left my insulin at home, I've, I've got to go, <laughs> like, it's actually a bit of an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no one can argue, if you say that you're low, then people can go buy you food, yeah. whereas if you, if you say you need insulin, like, that's yeah. something you have. <laughs> so that's your hack. It's a way out. (laughs) You've got to, like, I was thinking the other day, like, what, to what extent could you get away with some stuff that just really has nothing to do with diabetes, but, you know, just sort of playing on people, being a bit confused by it, or, like, you know, obviously being well-meaning as well. So I was like, if I was on the bus and I just went up to someone, I was like, I need this seat, I've actually got diabetes. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people would get up for you. (laughs) Even though it doesn't mean anything, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to think when I was on the train that if I um, had some gluten, because I'm also celiac, um, and stuck my stomach out enough, would I get a seat for being <laughs> looking as though I'm pregnant? But it never worked. gluten. Yeah. 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 Like, did you actually try it? No, I, I, not to the glutinous stage, but I'd stick my gut out <laughs> to try yeah, and, the you know. long-term health of your bowel. Yeah. Obviously worth yeah, mm, getting a seat for the train ride home or potentially dying. <laughs> yeah. oh. I just, but in like 30 to 40 years' time, not even like at that time. <laughs> I don't know, I just don't have the, I don't know, I'm a terrible liar. I don't have the sort of audacity to yeah. try and do something that outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share with the world? <laughs> um, Any advice? Oh, I don't know. I think um, what's really helped me yep. are probably the the networks, like the you know the diabetes networks. And we've, as I said, known each other for a long time, yeah. done a few cool things together over the years. Um, And that's been such a huge thing. Like, I wasn't diabetic for very long before I got into camps, um, which is how we met. Um, (laughs) And so I just can't imagine doing it without you guys. Yeah. Even though I, yeah, don't see you as much as I used to, being interstate. But it's just, I know. Cue the (laughs) tears. um, (laughs) Especially with COVID, you've been able to... Just be like, hey, is anyone struggling to get supplies? Like, you know, I've heard yeah. that everyone's buying up. And um, one of our friends is a pharmacist, and she was like, don't worry, guys, there's heaps. It's just, I think a lot of it was to do with like freighting the supplies. So, yeah, yeah it's just little things like that. I can't imagine just kind of being on your own. And when yeah. I talk to my housemates and stuff about it, and they can kind of empathize, but not really understand. Yeah, I would agree. It's, um, yeah, and I know camps are just for kids, <laughs> but not, so not. Um, Sim, were you a camper? No. See, this is a thing. Yeah, I was 15, I could have done, I think, one teenage. Oh, uh, yeah. 16. Yeah. But I was like, typical teenage diabetic. I was like, no, everyone's going to know each other. It's going to be yeah. lame. <laughs> <laughs> 
And look at yeah. you now, still being I'm lame. Just, no. <laughs> I think it's, it's a, now knowing what it's like, it would have been completely fine. That's I feel like they try to avoid that yeah. very aggressively. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. I I agree with you a hundred and ten percent. It's nice. Um, I know there's been times where I'm like, Oh hell, um, I'm out of Levermere. <laughs> Is anyone nearby got a spare Levermere until tomorrow? You know, all of that kind of stuff as well is um, I know. the support. I can't imagine doing it alone. Um, yeah. And it keeps you interested in being able, it's the support. It's that yeah. being able to share stuff like we have now and not being judged or um, hearing someone else just go, oh, yep, I get it. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 And, and as we were talking about before, like you can be medical and you can come from loads of different backgrounds, but um, I know you were talking to Liv a bit about this, but until you know what it's like to wake up before a really important day at 3 a.m. and be low for two hours and just yeah. know you have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's sort yeah. of changes you, and I think it sort of changes you for the better. And I think we see that in, like, the campers and their siblings as well. Yeah. Like, because they kind of grow up with it in a way that, you know, somebody's just kind of been plopped into it. Yeah. doesn't really understand yeah um, yeah so I actually think in a lot of ways it's it's been a great thing <laughs> probably a bit weird to say of um, all things yeah <laughs> I mean we don't really have a choice we've kind of got to make the best of it but um yeah I think it's only going to help have you come across any type ones in your teaching yet um, I when I first started at the school I'm at, this is actually quite funny. I've been doing um camps for years, as you know. Um, and um, I started at this school CRT. Um, yeah. so I was in a classroom, and this girl just came by and walked past the classroom and was like, "It is you," and I was like, "Huh?" And she goes. You're Kate from camps, aren't you? I was like, yeah. So it was someone that um, we had done camps together before. So it was quite um, quite nice to actually have, you know, moments like that together. So we always knew we had each other. Um, and then there were kids that, you know, like we had seen a few changes in ourselves, um, like being able to, or carb counting was one for me and, this friend had started on the pump and all of that as well. So it was nice having so that person that, pardon? She was a camper with you or she was a leader with you? Um, leader. Oh, okay. Leader. Yeah. Wasn't a camper. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if she was a camper. Oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> no, um, I hate it when the campers <laughs> pop back up again as adults. <laughs> no. Because in my head, I'm still like the 18 year old who started the other day sim you'll always be 18 <laughs> <laughs> i think so <laughs> yeah i'm really fighting against this uh finishing uni i don't think anyone's going to tolerate me doing another career change so well i know it. i know someone else who was like a uni student for something like 10 years or so <laughs> and it was just like well you just is that a job just being a uni student <laughs> it kind of is for some people and you know like at the moment double uh 
double ulcery benefit. Yeah, <laughs> you're raking it, you're rolling in it. <laughs> Which was wild because it's like 500 bucks a week or something. Like my rent's almost half that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. That from the beginning. Well, that's the thing as well. Healthcare card. <laughs> oh, so good. That do not ever stop being a student because you lose your healthcare card. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, like, I remember when I finished my undergrad um, in 2010, I sort of like for the last part of that year just was going like every few weeks just getting new <laughs> insulin strips, getting new test strips, like everything I could. Just, just a huge box. All you were binging. <laughs> yeah. You were, yeah. And then I think some of them got quite close to their expiry date. I'm really um, over. <laughs> it's a bit I'm like that excited. tin of beans in the back of the pantry that you go, surely it can't. No, can't. That, that'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> and it really makes you realise like how... Um, how friendly and accepting the Optiums are. Because, like, the Optishakes are like, nah, this is expired, not doing it. Yes. The Optium's like, oh, bring it in. Like, it's more, the better. <laughs> if they yeah. had personalities, they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Well, as we say, like, the cockroaches. Yeah, the, the cockroaches. Because you can, world. yeah, you can never kill them. No, they're just more and more. And, yeah, because I just moved house this year. I think I dug up, like, four more oh. that I've never used. <laughs> They just appear. And what do you do with them? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we might finish off there. Uh, um, I hope. Um, I hope this has been everything and more that you hope for. And famous <laughs> well, life from now on will be amazing. <laughs> Thank you for reaching out. Yeah. Hopefully, no. next time we chat, will be a lot more. Um togetherness and yeah. oh. pubs and bars. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. We'll say goodbye <laughs> to the people of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, say hi to the 20 people I can have over at my house at That's the moment. It. So. That's it. Uh, all right. No, you won't be far. No. Um, I'm going to stop.